that's not a real language. I just made it up. And that's why I'm such an idiot. Um, How are you, folks? Harlan Williams here. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. Hope you're doing well wherever you may be. Raking the lawn, sitting in your cubicle, flying on your airplane, sitting on the john, laying in your bed, making love. Ow! Uh... What a speaking of making love, what a show. This is this is a touchy topic, but we're g- going out of the gate with something odd. Something's been raped. Where do you hear what's been raped? It's it's so disturbing, it's almost funny, but you can't really laugh at rape, so you decide. Where do you hear this story? Something's been raped. Um, and how about this? How about you guys come along on an adventure? You ever, have you ever wanted to go on a night on the town with me, yours truly? Well, I'm going to bring you along. I, I recorded it. Uh, I rented a stretch limo with a bunch of friends. Went to see a retro rock band live in concert. I'm going to take you right there. I'm gonna, you're coming along for the ride, for the party, for this experience. It's going to be really cool. But then isn't it always cool? Right here on your favorite highway, the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? (laughs) I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's start the show off with a bang. Uh, Are you ready for a rape story? I know, you're like, what? What did Williams just say? I said, are you ready for a rape story? Hey, man, that's not funny. Don't be throwing that word around. All right, rape is not funny, but I don't know. Isn't it? Hear me out. Wait till you hear this story. It's it's probably not funny, but it's it's bizarre. It's twisted. It's, It's so twisted that maybe it is sort of funny kind of and you be the judge listen listen to this story caught on camera man allegedly raped ponies all right we got a story about a guy who's raping ponies a miniature horse owner a miniature horse horse i can't even say it i'm so upset somebody's raping ponies A miniature horse owner asked for the public's help in identifying a man who she says was caught raping her herd on surveillance camera in Florida. Why does all this stuff happen in Florida, man? I think I did a story last show about a a guy who, uh, a naked guy who who choked a Rottweiler. (laughs) What is going on? So some some dirtbag, some scumbag, I guess gets his jollies attacking and sexually assaulting 
a little baby, those mini horses. They look like ponies, but they're even smaller than ponies. Because they're actual horses, but they're like mini horses. And uh, this guy's been like tying them up, sneaking into some lady's barn, leading the horses out, tying them up, and raping them and sexually assaulting them and stuffing things inside them. What is wrong with this idiot? What is next? Is he going to be going after clowns? And you're like, come on, Harland, just stop it. It's it's not even funny anymore. It never was. Well, I'm not joking. Here's the news story. Listen for yourselves. Guys raping horses. This is happy. She was the most recent victim. The owner tells me these small horses are defenseless and they actually just love humans. But as you can imagine, after the attack, the horses were traumatized. And the owner says it took many of them months to return to normal human interaction. She had been severely brutalized. She had been raped both by a man and with several objects. Abby says Marion County Sheriff investigators took a report, but they haven't been much help. We have been told that we have to catch him in the act. And if we catch him in the act and then call them, they will come and arrest him. She says they bought a dog to protect the horses, but it was beaten to death as well. So they set up surveillance and a live Internet feed. Saturday, the cameras caught him. He walked down this way. He inspected the horses that were on the left first to see what horses were in stalls. After he gets the horse that he wants, he brings them out here. They're tied in the corner to the fence where they have been abused and been tortured. They can't fight with a person. They don't know to fight with a person. They would go with anybody. They're hoping someone will recognize the person in the video, and Abby is sending him a warning. I've never shot a gun in my life, but if I catch this man in this barn taking out another one of my horses, and he's going to traumatize this young horse and hurt her internally like he has my other horses, I will come down and I'll kill him. Florida is just one of a handful of states with laws against humans having sex with animals. That law just passed here in 2011. Travel Island, West 2 News. Whoa. Wow. There you go, man. I told you, some guy's out there raping little tiny horses. Little baby, tiny, tiny toy horses. Unbelievable. And did you catch that other part of the story where she says she bought a dog to protect the horses and the guy beat the dog to death? Nothing nothing puts you in the mood for a horse rape uh, better than a, a dog beating. I, I, need, I need me a little foreplay. How can I get worked up to rape that horse? Oh, wow. I'll beat a collie to death. That'll, get my, that'll give me a woody. I'll beat that collie to death, and then I'll rape that baby horse. What the hell is wrong with people? And here's the real pincher. How about that thing where the guy says uh, they've made it illegal in a handful of states to have sex with animals? Florida is just one of a handful of states with laws against humans having sex with animals. Excuse me, a handful of states? Does that mean in, in, in most states it's legal? Like this guy could go and bang a horse? And then go to Arby's and get a milkshake? I mean, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, you know, uh, honey, you really haven't been putting out the way I like lately. So uh, I'm heading down to the veal farm. I'm going to bang a calf. 
And you know what? I'm going to take our poodle with me. I'm going to beat it to death before I bang the cat. What the hell? It's bad enough people like having sex with animals. But the act of rape? And, uh, you know, I I, I don't want to trivialize rape. Okay? But but there was that, that segment at the beginning of this where... It was almost like uh, we were talking about a human here. The lady's like, well, the, the Happy's been traumatized and hasn't been functioning well. And Happy's, uh, you know, Happy hasn't been the same around people. And, and I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Does, does, a, does an animal know? I mean, I hope it does. Maybe it's good it is traumatized, but I don't know. Are, are horses and cows kind of dopey? Like, do, do, does, a, does a cow uh, differentiate between a farmer pulling on its teat and getting milk and kind of standing behind it and putting something in its hindquarters? I don't know. I know it's gross to talk about, but I'm not raping ponies. This guy is. I mean, they almost make it sound like uh, the, the, the horse went to a rape trauma counselor or something. I, I got to wonder if, if during the raping, the horse is just like eating straw. Like, you got you to wonder, how, how, how much does a horse know or care what's really happening? I don't know. I've been on farms. I've, 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 I've been around livestock. I've, I've seen scenarios where... Farmers will put their whole arm up the back end of a cow. And the cows are like, whatever. They're just eating their hay. They don't even moo. They're just like, whatever. Stick your whole arm up my you-know-what hole. So I'm not saying this to try and be funny or be a jackass, but I'm being serious. Like, I wonder if a farm animal even pays one iota of of, of Anything toward if there was a guy standing behind it humping away. I'm, I'm thinking maybe the animal would be oblivious, but I don't know. I'm not a I'm not an animal. I'm not a horse rape trauma expert. But listen to this. After the attack, the horses were traumatized, and the owner says it took many of them months to return to normal human interactions. I don't know about that. Did, did, did they send the ponies away to a, a you know a pony halfway house or something? Were they some kind of clinic or something? I I don't know. I, I'm a little up in the air about how, if if a if a if a hoofed animal even knows what's happening. But I'm going to play uh, on the side of uh, the animal in defense of the animal. Let's say it it does. Good Lord. God bless the little critter. How sad. I mean, imagine being a pony and uh, you're afraid to go to a children's party and let, let the uh, kids get on your back. You, you're having uh, rape flashbacks. Start trembling and screaming. Ah! Ah! The hell's wrong with that pony? Oh, it was raped. It's still not over it. It's never going to be over it. Oh, I don't know. It's hard not to make funny out of this, but yet at the same time, I feel guilty making funny. It's just so crazy. I almost don't believe it happens. But they caught the, the idiot on tape. 
and I'm going to tell you this, the same as with a human. I'll say the same with an animal. Does any guy get, gets caught raping anything? Hang him up and shoot him. Let the pony pull the trigger. Oh, this is going to be good. That's the motherfucker that raped me. Right? Let the pony kick him between the legs with those big hooves and castrate the son of a bitch. Sick bastards. So here you go. I'm just going to say that any one of you listening, thinking of raping a pony, don't. Just go to the store and buy a bag of chips and calm down. God. Have a really nice day today, folks. You deserve it. All right. You you know what else you deserve to do now and then? I did this the other night. It was a ton of fun. Uh, me and a bunch of buddies, girls, guys, whole gaggle of goofballs. We decided to go out to some club and see like a retro band. I don't know if you remember the band The Fix. Um, F-I-X-X. Red Skies at Night. Red Skies at Night. Whoa. 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 Yeah, those guys. Um, and, um. Uh, what we did is we rented like a stretch limo. We got one of those great big long limousines. You know, they're like the length of a football field. Like you could literally play flag football inside them. And they're they're funny little vehicles because you got so many contraptions in there to play with. First of all, you you pump everyone in, and whoever like is the idiot that gets in first always makes the mistake of having to get in. And because they're first, they got to walk all the way to the end of the limo, the stretch limo. And in this case, it was a couple of girls with high heels. And, you know, you got to bend down. It's like, it's like you're crawling through a cave. Because, the, you know, this, the area from the floor of the limo to the ceiling of the limo is like four feet. So suddenly you're like the hunchback of Notre Dame crawling down to the end of the limo. Okay, so there's the, the, then you're sitting at the end bench, and there's the big side bench that faces the bar, and the bar's always got these flasks full of booze, and they put stickers on them: uh, Grey Goose Vodka, um, you know Tennessee Whiskey, or whatever that stuff is, Jack Daniel's Whiskey. But there's no brand name bottles; it's just like. It's just a flask with liquid in it. You're like, I don't know if these guys are putting premium booze in these flasks. You know, the the whiskey looked more like watered-down log cabin syrup or Mrs. Butterworth's. The vodka was probably, it looked like water to me. Doesn't vodka look a lot like water? Uh, maybe Maybe vodka is just contaminated water. So anyways, everyone's in the limo, partying, having fun. You can bring your own booze. And then uh, ultimately, you had uh, me and my buddy who were sitting in the back seats, closest to the back door. And right in front of us was all the bells and whistles. You got this big panel. with It's like like a mixing board. Suddenly, you're like the mixer guy for uh, Van Halen. You know how 
You know, the mixer guys stand out in the audience when a rock band's playing. They've got their own little area, and they've got all these switcher boards. That's what it's like when you're in the back seat of the limo. You've got, like, all the lights. You get you can slide a window up between you and the driver. you got the music. you got the heat. You know, you got all kinds of stuff. Suddenly you're like a, a graduate from DeVry when you're in the back of a limo. You, you might as well cut, cut, uh, you know, cut uh, Katy Perry's next album in there. Yeah, Katy, let's do it again, man. We need a little more bass, a little more baritone. Let's, let's, let's run that track again. Okay. Can we stop for a few minutes at 7-Eleven and get some hot dogs? Yeah, okay, man. Hey, pull over, man. Um, so ultimately, you're, now you're fiddling with the radio. Suddenly you're, suddenly you're a DJ, too. You, you got the stereo system right up over your head there. And because it's right by you, you're in charge. So now you're scanning the dial. You're the DJ, and people are booing. Boo, not that song. Boo. And then you hit something. They're like, yeah, keep it there. Everyone's singing and dancing. And so suddenly you're that guy. And then ultimately, like, if people aren't, hey, turn the lights down. Why is this light in my eye? Because there's like 9 million lights in those stretch limos. You get your colored lights. You got your dimmer lights. You got your bar lights. You got your floor lights. You got your colored lights. <laughs> It's crazy, man. Now suddenly you're a, a light technician. So now you're running a you're a DJ, you're running the light show. It's hot in here. All right. Suddenly I'm a climate control expert. Now you're running the AC. I'm telling you, man, you gotta go to a community college for a couple of months just to master the uh master all the uh facets of a limo. But it's fun, man. It's a real communal experience because everyone's packed in there and they're laughing. And for some reason, girls like to get a little sexy in limos, too. You know? Because when the girls get drinking, they like to move around, right? And they love to take pictures with their phones and stuff. So obviously they got to do the sexy where they pull their top down or they're licking each other's ears. They, they put their legs up and touch the ceiling. They do like a spread eagle and their tongues come out and stick their hiney up in the air. Yeah, girls go a little sexual when they get stuffed in a stretch limo. Everyone's bouncing around and leaning on each other and rubbing. There's like eight different conversations going on. It's crazy. So that was a fun little idea, man. Instead of everyone driving to this little concert, we uh, we all just jumped in the limo and had ourselves a little party. Why, that's splendid. Okay, so I don't think it would be fair to tell you about my, my limo ride. You know, and then I went to this, this concert with the fix without, you know, letting you in on the concert when we got there. So, um... For those of you that love '80s bands, the Fix is uh, Fix is a, a one of those bands you've heard them. They've got a lot of good hits. You know, they pro- they probably had like 
probably between five and and ten like top radio hits, and uh, and they had a really unique sound, very clean sounding, um, great musicians. That the singer had a really clear, crisp, uh, unique voice, and um, let me take you live to the uh, the venue. And uh, you can hear uh, hear a little bit of the uh, the madness as as me and my friends get into it and try to sing along, and then just as I as I start to get going, some random guy walks up to me because he recognizes me. Here we go. Yeah, I met at some party in Hollywood, right? You know how many people come up and give me that line? We met somewhere. And I'm like, it's it's weird. And people say stuff to you like you're supposed to know, like, yeah, I'm friends with Paul Henderson. I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't know who you are. How am I going to know who Paul Henderson is? <laughs> it's just, welcome to my world. Now, that happens all the time. Hey, man, I know you from the... Like, I've never met you in my life, dude. Sorry. I want to be involved in your fantasy, but I just can't get there. Plus, you interrupted my awesome singing of The Fix. Um, So you know that song, uh, Red Skies at Night? And then here, let let me play just a little bit more. Here's another one of their big hits that I think you'll recognize. Jeez, what a not! You, apparently, one of my friends was raped by zero, whatever that means. I, I knew he'd say something silly. You ever do that? You you ask your friends a question, a weird because you know they're characters and they're gonna say something hilarious or stupid or weird. I just set that up. What happened to you when you were a boy? I don't know what he's gonna say. I don't know. I was raped by zero. 
I love randomness. So there you go. There's my little uh, fix. There's my little fix of the fix. Uh, Great band. Obviously, this was a noisy club atmosphere. Um, But I got to tell you, these guys are probably in their late 50s, early 60s. And, uh, you know, they still had the swagger. They still had the, the voice. You could... You could hear the guy, even through all that ruckus, the guy still had a primo voice, man. Uh, So they sounded real good. The only thing I'd say about them is that they weren't the most engaging band. Like, their stage antics weren't very captivating. They basically all just kind of stood there. There was no uh, acrobatics. There was no, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't, (coughs) excuse me, I don't mind... Guys just standing there. But these guys were, I don't know, they were to the point where they weren't creating a magnetic energy between the audience and themselves. They sounded great, but they weren't whipping us into a frenzy. You know, some, you've probably seen some uh, bands where, where the, uh, the singer and everyone up there just they create this electricity. You feel like you're connecting with them. These guys kind of felt like, ah, we're, we're doing our set. We're singing our tunes. And uh, we're done. But nonetheless, great band, great show. And uh, I'm actually going to end the show with uh, one of the real songs, not from the venue, but one uh, a, uh, a cut from one of their albums called Reach the Beach. And one of the things that was fun about seeing The Fix is it brought back memories, wonderful memories. When I was in college, my last year of college, it was exam week. I might have told you this story before. I'll uh, I'll make it brief. Uh, it was exam week, and there was this beautiful girl in my class. We were supposed to write our exams, and I was like, "Screw it, man! Screw it!" So I was like, I turned to her and said, "Hey, you want to you want to just take off to Florida, run away to Florida? We'll drive down there, go down to the beach." And as luck would have it, she said, "Yeah, I do." So we kind of planned this little getaway. We went uh, right during exam week. We just drove from Canada, Toronto, Canada, all the way down south to Cocoa Beach. And uh, these were the days when Cocoa Beach wasn't developed. It was just a a few little sea shanty hotels like the Horseshoe Inn and the Seahorse Motel. It was really quaint and uncluttered and uncommercialized. And me and this girl took off. We pretty much fell in love. But the whole drive down, we played this song from The Fix. It's called Reach the Beach. And, you know, it has a lot of sentimental value to me. But outside of that, I think it's just a kick-ass, groovy tune. It's kind of slow, but the guy's singing is great. And it's very catchy. You listen to it, you want to listen to it again and again and again. At least I did. And uh, with me, it took me uh, right down to the beach. So let's close out the show with Reach the Beach by The Fix. See, I told you, I'm a, I'm a, D- a limo DJ. Let's reach the beach with The Fix. Turn the lights off. <laughs> time. 
yeah, there it is. I love it, man. Listen to that jam. Yeah. I start to drift with the tide, baby. I reach. I reach the beach. Wow, just ruined it at the end there. My horrible out-of-tune voice. Um, anyways, great song. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, I know I did. Love those songs that have sentimental value uh, moments in your life, right? It's always a treat. Um, so great way to end the show with The Fix. Reach the beach. Also, reach for iTunes, my brand-new Stand-up special, Harlan Williams, A Force of Nature, is available on iTunes. It's a digital download. Please check it out. Very exciting. My first stand-up comedy special in a few years. It's filmed in the middle of the desert on a hill in the middle of the day. Blah, 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 blah. You've heard me say it before, but I can't stress the uniqueness of this uh, special. And uh, I just want to make sure you guys are aware of it and uh, can enjoy it, too. Hopefully it brings you lots of laughter. Um, what else is going on, man? Uh, don't forget, uh, you can join me on Twitter, at uh, Harlan Williams. And uh, you, can also, uh, you can also go to um, harlanwilliams.com, look at my updated stand-up comedy special for 2013. I may be coming to your town. Yeah, your town or your city. Uh, one of the first shows I'm going to be doing is uh, in Florida on uh, February 28th, the Hard Rock Casino in uh, Fort Lauderdale. I'll be playing the improv down there, so get your ticky ticks. Um, and it's it's all cool, man. It's all freaking cool, dude. And uh, that's it. If you want to uh, write me, harlemwilliams.com. If you want to call me, maybe share your thoughts about my special. If you've downloaded uh, Harlan Williams, A Force of Nature on iTunes, uh, maybe you want to give a review. Maybe you want to tell me you liked it, you hated it, you want to see more, you want me to go dig a hole, you actually want me to reach the beach, dig a hole, and bury myself. Uh, the phone number here, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. I'd love to hear what you think of my new stand-up special. And don't be afraid to be honest. I can take it. I uh, I can take the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, because it's something so different and so new, I'm interested to get feedback from people. See if they're like, you know what, I didn't like the concept go back to a theater with lots of people or man this was cool i want to see more of this outrageousness so uh don't be afraid to uh let me hear what you think and that's it we're gonna close this pound puppy up yeah Uh, i'm going to the beach to have a reach with stacy keach that's oh god All right. uh, Thanks for being here, folks. Great to have you along. We'll catch you next time. And until then, man, chicken chow mein, baby. What? Paul Henderson's here. Who the hell's Paul Henderson?